0: Put me in the movies They're gonna make the big star out of me We'll make the film about a man that's sad and
1: lonely And all I got to do is act naturally Welcome everyone to Martin Studios for another uh, sleep deprived edition of uh, Talk Hard presented by Walks Offly Films uh, I thought in the spirit of the NBA playoffs sort of winding down and ratcheting up at the same time, I'd introduce you guys with a few of my favorite basketball nicknames. So, joining me as always, Todd, Baby Magic Sheen.
0: <laughs> Harold Minor, good one. <laughs> or Leroy Bird. Or Bird, Depending
2: on whichever. And uh, the Black Mamba, Scott Stafford. Man, if I could have not picked one, that probably would have fit. <laughs> I just thought it fit. <laughs> it's, it's you, though. But I'll, yeah. You are the
1: Black Mambo.
2: I'll take that. All right.
1: And uh, I'm your host, The Manimal, Alan Martin. Yeah. Going to guide you through this. Uh,
2: who is The Manimal? Who is The Manimal? Freed. Yeah, okay. Freed, yeah. All right. Because I only remember the fine 80s television program. The Manimal. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I remember. That's definitely um, not the source. I remember. Um, Al McGuire calling, um, oh, who was it? Uh, it might have been, I think it was J.R. Reed that played for North Carolina and underachieved Yeah, like so many others. Um, and his name, they he called him a man-child.
1: A man-child. He's a man-child. Man, man child. was the evolution of the man-child, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this edition of uh, Talk Hard, we're going to get into uh, – A few things. We're going to get into about time, which uh, Scott sort of assigned us to watch last week. Um, Might get into a little uh, theme music, and we are all going to reveal our Mount Rushmore of badass characters in movies, which from this point on... I will refer to as BA characters in movies because <laughs> I go. don't want to say ass a thousand times.
2: <laughs> yeah, we don't. That might push us over into the uh, parental advisory <laughs> section. We of might get the uh, little itunes. E. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, um, but uh, yeah,
1: guys, thanks for tuning in. We um, we're getting we're getting a few subscribes, and we appreciate that. Please remember when you uh, when we look us up on iTunes to subscribe, like, share, hit all the buttons. Um, Get us, get us out there, and we'll just keep, uh, we'll just keep doing what we're doing for you guys.
2: Yeah, um, all those things count, and uh, yeah, if we're gonna keep doing this, then every single one of those things, it matters. Yeah, uh, tell your friends to subscribe and like yeah, and share. Absolutely, because we get, you might get some sponsors that way. Like
0: you know, might be a detergent that. That's right. Once their bottle in the
2: for, shot. For one yeah. thing, we know we're not just talking into the void. And people are actually listening, so that helps. Yeah, people actually listen, not, like not at work, <laughs> kind of like we're. And I'll, you know, whatever I'll, I'll, I'll take uh, whatever type of success we can get from anywhere we can get it. So if it's a. In other words, look out! Okay, look out, everybody! Here we come.
1: Um, so speaking of sp- of podcasts, uh, Scott Stafford is becoming the the podfather of of Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. He's well he's uh, he's got another. He's got another podcast that uh, is currently on their uh, mid 20th episode, like 23rd, 24th episode. Uh, Best of Earth. It's a great premise and they do a good job with it. Scott, do you want
2: to explain what's going on over on the Best of Earth compound? Yeah, who knew that I was such a wreck on tour? If anybody knows me. Everybody knows that uh, I'm known for talking <laughs> a lot of words, That's right. so uh, only natural that I'm on multiple podcasts. Uh, yeah, Best of Earth is a fun little format where we discuss a movie every week um, and weather, and we decide whether it's the best of Earth. And we put it all on a list of only 10 films because that's all that will fit on the floppy disk that we own because we're going to try to shoot it into space so the aliens will know what the 10 best films of, uh, of this planet that, that we have to offer. Uh, so that's the show. And the next episode of that is... I just watched it. Interstellar is next up on the docket. Uh, Mr. Zach Hubbard leads that show. And uh, so, yeah, if you get... If you, if you just need more pod, you need all the pods you can get. More movie talk. More movie talk. They get
1: into it. And uh, Michael Starchman also on yep on the Boe. Um, and I think what uh, what we were going to we talked about doing, and you can see if uh, Zach is up for this. Um, but if we come to a consensus favorite uh, on one of our subjects, then we will gladly submit that. Over to the best of Earth and see if it if it can make the, the golden
2: floppy disk. So now, one caveat with that it's expressly forbidden that I cannot suggest a movie. So I mean, uh, if if a suggestion is going to come out of this show, then I, I got to be out of it. Well, just, so you're impartial, it's, <laughs> right? It's it's us. It's it's you two.
1: It's us. Okay, so if, if it's a consensus, <laughs> then Todd and I will and suggest. Uh, the movie over to the best of Earth crew. Um, so uh, let's let's get into let's get into about time. Last week um, Scott made the proclamation that uh, about time was a nearly perfect script um, and kind of assigned Todd and I to watch it so that we could discuss it on this podcast. Uh, we both complied and did just that. So um, I streamed it on the PlayStation Network. Uh, Todd how did you how did you view about time
0: I went to the Danville Boyle County Public Library wow he's a smart one there you go I saved my pennies um, and it was there and it it didn't look like somebody had wiped with it so I put it in my player (laughs) there you go
2: so a lesson for all the kids out there you forget about the library, yep. but oh yeah, it's there,
0: man. It's what we call a resource. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. That's
1: right. So, um, Scott, I will. Uh, I'll let you if you have thoughts on about time or question or what questions or whatever. Okay. If you want general overview yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. but uh, I'll, I'll hand this portion over to
0: your more. Than pick capable. your brains. I want to pick That's your right. brains. All okay. Right. So
2: first question is, who did you all watch it with? Was it just you? Which of the uh, were go ahead? It was with the spouse. Okay.
0: This kind of this is double duty because I got the you know got the assignment, got to do the assignment, <laughs> but then also the wrong com. That's right. Stuck in there. You get the points point, for those. So. So that's good. Yeah. And she was weeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I also watched it with uh, Christy and my. 20 near 21 year old son colton
2: okay all right interesting <laughs> yeah
1: so we we sort of uh if we get to full disclosure today man last week i had an empty bag but
0: <laughs> i
1: come my coffers are over with full disclosure movies so that, that was one of them. we just we just binged a bunch of movies but about time was one of them we
2: watched uh all right so let's just let's just go start Right off the top, then I claim the script is perfect. Am I out of my mind? Well,
0: it's better than drill bit Taylor <laughs> <What>? by far. <laughs> um, As a point I, of reference, uh, reached for that. You one. know what? The, the Richard Curtis. Let's let's be honest. He um, I, and I mean, if there's a really good, you know. Film like that—that's going to come out of Great Britain—it's he's got his hands on it. Just about anything of any substance uh, from that genre or subgenre, I think he has something to do with because Four Weddings and Bridget Jones and um, Notting Hill—I Hill, um, mean, they all have that kind of you know that feel where you feel like mm. everything's. All the, all the minor characters have a lot to offer.
2: And unlike me, you've seen all of those. So how does it stack up to the rest? I mean, because I think that, that influences me. Like, I'm... His humor and his voice is, like, completely fresh to me. Yeah. Whereas somebody... Like, I wonder if somebody that's seen all of them is like, well, yeah, it's another Richard Curtis movie. And it feels right. like the rest and, you know, kind of like, you know, if if you're into music and... you know if you're into Weezer... And you really love that first Weezer album, <laughs> yeah. And maybe somebody that hadn't heard the first fifteen Weezer albums and and then re- listens to the new one, they're like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. Weezer is amazing!" But yeah. for somebody Stick who's heard with them the with the odd numbered ones, by the yeah. way. So I'm wondering, Weezer. like, is there is there a similar phenomenon for you where it was just like, "Yeah, it's great," but I mean, it's just like all the others.
0: I, well, I will say that it's my favorite of his. High five! <laughs> Did you hear that? That was a high five in the background. Uh, and the reason. Um, uh, not to give everything away, but this—I mean—you could have called this Father's Day, yeah, too. And so, if you—if you're a father, especially, uh-huh. there's a there's a, a moment towards the end that will, you know, rip your,
2: yeah, and your blood
0: beater out. Yeah.
2: And and on that note, um, special apologies right now for because I had watched it. Uh, I had watched it maybe the second time. And so I was like, really, like just fired up about it. But it, and so maybe like uh, maybe a month after watching it that second time, or a few weeks, and I'm still just riding high and like telling everybody I can, like, man, you got to watch this movie. Well, I uh, so I see Ron Perret uh, of Bass Adkins fame here at Walks Off the of Films, yeah. a, a friend of the a friend of the crew, and uh, I'm like, like you all got to watch this movie. It's amazing. It's great. And in my head at that time. I'm thinking rom com total. And like you just mm-hmm. said, there it's a lot more than that, and maybe even oh, more yeah. so, kind of fathers and sons and Yeah. Yeah. And uh Ron had just lost his dad like Whoa. a few months beforehand. And yeah. it, I mean it that portion of the movie just wasn't in my head at yeah. all. And uh right. to be honest. And uh yeah, it hit him like a ton imagine. of yeah. bricks. Um, so I felt bad about that, but also, you know, it's, it's a good hurt.
0: It is. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And I, I mean, I've still got my dad and, um, I've got, you know, uh, just turned 18, eight eight mm-hmm. year old son at home. So, you know, that those, there's moments, you know, and, and I mean, when you see the, you see the cover, the DVD and the movie poster is, um, rachel McStafford and uh (laughs) donald gleason on the front and you're like oh man this is this looks just like the like just the just like the box art of failure to launch and Mm -hmm. um what was the other one with uh mcconaughey and whoever kate hudson they kind of yeah but it had it has that kind of look to you but trust me it's a lot deeper um so much more layered than, than uh, a standard romantic
2: comic. Okay, so yes or no. Are you willing to go as far as to say that script is perfect? Uh,
0: on, on first viewing, I would say yeah. Wow. Yeah, and okay. I'll tell you why, because um, but I, a lot of it, you know, and that could change after another viewing or two, but uh-huh. it has a, um, I guess the emotional impact it had on me when I watched it the first time. Um You know, and the fact that I watched, you know, a a two hour movie straight through and not in portions like I normally do, which is which is okay too. But uh, the, uh, you know, it just it it, I never I didn't feel like there was a lot of, you know, wasted. Right. uh, Scenes, Um, you know, and, and I mean, with the. With the the time travel thing, you can definitely almost overdo some things in, mm-hmm. in in that area. You have to be really careful when you're when you're making something where you're going to be seeing same, the same vantage point from a slightly different angle. Maybe um, is that that was a
2: and it's you can't
0: a, say that, can you? <laughs> same vantage point it's, from it's, a slightly different angle. I think it's fine.
2: <laughs> slightly different vantage point. It's the, the same vantage point, angle. but you took a you took a step to the side, <laughs> like yeah, let me slightly. Look <laughs> you, you leaned over a little bit. Yeah. Hey, let me look over there. So,
1: perfect script. I was when you said that I was obviously going in it with nitpicking on the mind, <laughs> and um, it's like it is great storytelling. Um, and that's one of the notes I took. Great storytelling. And I loved all the characters. And he makes you love all the characters. And I think a lot of that is in the script. Um, the The one hang-up I had with the script, I think, that would make me... Two. I had two hang-ups with the script that would make me keep it from perfect. I felt like there were a couple scenes that might have been drawn out a little long. Um, like the, the three-hour uh, blind dinner scene mm. felt long. Like... It felt like we were skipping ahead to every 15 minutes when we could have skipped ahead a couple hours and been fine. Um, There were a couple things like that for me that that felt drawn out. And then I got... And I I was the only one of the three of us, so it's probably just me. But I got a little confused with how the whole... You get a different baby if you go back and then come back and (laughs) then go back and then come back, how that worked. Yeah. Um, That was a little confusing to me and almost kind of seemed like it could have been easily fixed and so for those two reasons i won't say perfect script but i will also say that i enjoyed it quite a bit and it's I mean, for the reasons that i said the great storytelling and the great characters i you know
2: it's close yeah how i mean you know how many how many movies do you get where like every single character in it is fully fleshed out and, and oh the character yeah and they were like you loved everybody in it you felt something about everybody in that yeah thing. bring something to the table not just a joke or two like you know like for example the uh, his writer friend the playwright the playwright mm-hmm. yeah was great and, my, you know my, that, uh, that
1: was he's my favorite character in the whole thing the yeah. a-
2: actor is great yeah and and could have easily just been there for a joke or two but you felt like you knew him mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. and what you know. His failings and, and what he wants out of life and what you know you felt something for him and and you felt like you got all of him instead of just you know he's cranky and, and a joke or two and like, yeah
0: and he brings small stuff to animals and
2: the floozy like the
0: floozy girlfriend
2: of of uh, Rachel McAdams yeah.
1: character was that could have been just a couple couple of throwaway you know slutty mm-hmm. jokes or whatever and, and you felt like you knew her too by the time the movie was over with so yeah even even the minor the most mm-hmm. minor of characters brought something to the table. Which if, is
0: hard to do, and if you watch his films, you will see that there's a attention paid to uh, including all those characters to a much more well-rounded degree, I think, than than you you would see in a you know in most rom coms or, or or dramas. I mean, he um, I'm trying to think of the one. I guess it was uh, maybe it was Notting Hill. Uh, Hugh Grant's um, roommate. He's this kind of unkempt kind of roommate and he walks around a lot of times walks around completely naked through the house and um wears t-shirts that say stuff like fancy and f <laughs> and stuff like that um and so he's he you know so you got that oh he's he's a he's one of those he's a flatmate on the edge but it, you know he, there's more to it and he, they actually resolve all that it seems like yeah, in his so he's, he, good he's good at developing characters,
1: characters, and that is yeah. done.
2: A lot of that is done in the script, and you can tell it, a lot of it's direction, <laughs> but a ton of it's in the script. Yeah, a ton of time and love put into it. And if yeah. you're a writer out there, I mean, watch his stuff because I mean, mm. you know, it's a, it's a clinic on how are you going to make somebody care about the story and invest in the story you're watching. Like, look at how this guy does it. Like, it's it's incredible, and uh, it's it's inspiring to me. Like, man, if, if like I said, if I could hit on that one time, uh, I'd be pretty happy about it. So, um, the significant others, big thumbs up, I'm guessing, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a blubber fest there at the end, and yeah. that's
0: fine. That's fine. I think she... Uh, I think that just I just got shot the
1: evil eye from Mind okay. about but I'm I'm going to expose her. This is what this podcast is all about, but yeah, it's the same deal. Yeah.
0: And there's nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly okay to cry. Some of us are um, emotionally sterile and we can't. Um, and I get told that a lot. Well, know, you, one of too. these days you, you know you're going to live longer if you just start yeah. crying. I'm like, <laughs> well lot yeah, What I if I
2: die of crying? <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't. And I'm a, I'm a big baby, so I cry every time. When, when it comes to a good movie, like I, I can sit through a, a movie that's poorly done and it's supposed to make you cry and there's no chance. Yeah. But it's something like this where it's done yeah. well, then yeah, I'm I'm blubbering also. So I'm not afraid to see it. Um, what about the 20-year-old in the room?
1: Um, He liked it, but he felt uh, that it drug on. And he okay. said probably the last 20 to 25 minutes he was really... Uh, checking his watch to what? see is is the runtime. Yeah, well, he's wrong. <laughs> it's a different 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 generation, man. It's a different generation. Yeah, and but he's also the one that uh, sided with uh, with Tony Stark and Civil War. So we got to bring Civil War up in every podcast. So there we go. But, uh, we still yeah. love you, Tony. Yeah, but I mean, for he—he, he, I mean, he—he he dug it, and he loved the—he loved the, uh, the the writer roommate, the playwright roommate. He loved the the quirky mm. uncle. Like he got into some of those minor characters. And, and when it was over with, was was sort of talking about how how good of a character study that that movie could be.
2: So you all wouldn't say that my love for this movie is influenced by my massive crush on M- Rachel McAdams, then? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't because I think if your crush of Rachel
1: McAdams was going to influence you towards a movie, um, Wedding Crashers would be the choice.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I've got your blessing then to go ahead and 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 keep that proposal on the table. You
0: can, you can. And I'll be honest, can you
2: update us on that? Like, keep it on the table, but how's it going? No like, word yet. No word yet. All right, Rachel. Okay. But uh, you know, I haven't. So, I mean, maybe she doesn't listen to the show yet, but and I haven't really put it out there all that much, but...
0: It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Just give it a little time. We're, we're just... We're busting through brick walls here.
2: Yeah. You know, and, and if Concrete. you... If you, like like we said earlier about sharing this thing, like, that, that's part of it. Right. Because if you like the show and you share it... Then Get this to McAdams. <laughs> yeah. If you want
0: right. Rachel to hear these kind words...
2: There's only one way it's going to happen. I mean, I hear stories about, like, uh, you know... Let's say Jennifer Lawrence going to prom with some kid that you know puts a YouTube video out. Why yeah. can't Why can't Rachel McAdams marry me? Cause, exactly, cause because I talked about her on a podcast. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: it, it twice. Could happen.
2: It's a good story, right? Yeah, that makes TMZ. Rachel McAdams is gonna marry this dude. Um, oh, yeah,
0: a fan. Who is the guy that Who
1: is the guy that wrote about time? R- Richard Curtis. It's
2: Richard. That is a Richard Curtis
1: script
0: <laughs> it is. in the making. And it's, it's all, all About Scott. That's right. So <laughs> maybe, you and know. Just... Can I say one thing about Rachel mm-hmm. real quick? And it's nothing, you know, don't worry, I'm not, not going <laughs> to battle you. Uh, but sh- watching that, I couldn't help but feel like she, the focus, was not really on her. Right. Um, and, and I mean, I felt like, you know, and I, I mean, it wasn't supposed to be. You know, it, we, we know what it's all about, but... Um, you know, when I think, you know, and she played her part very well. She did a wonderful job. Um, and, but, I mean, you know, it wasn't, I never felt like, oh, gosh, that, that's, I think that's a big part of why I liked it, because it wasn't, it wasn't just all about the romance, and it wasn't just about this guy leaving home and, you know, striking out the big city and finding a girlfriend, as he says, and then, and then they come together that was part of the story, but it wasn't the main focus of the story. It was just part of the, part of the background. Um, and I like that because I, I didn't feel like I was being forced this, you know, the same kind of template where it's just, it's just a love story. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and there's nothing wrong with love stories. I'm, am emotionally sterile. I realize, (laughs) but it, 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 it was so, it had so much more going on. And I think that's why I really am, Double, triple thumbs up
2: Yeah, I mean, this was the one. This was the first movie that I'd really seen Donald Gleason, and uh, man, I'm a huge fan. Uh, after that movie, yeah. and then everything yeah. I've seen him in since, it's yeah. like he's he's got range, and uh, I'm completely, you know, in on pretty much everything he's done. Uh, most recently, he was in Star Wars. I thought he did a good job. I just there. love when yeah. he said. Fire! Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: no fewer than three times. He really. Yeah. He was like he in the contract. I need to say fire this three times. Um, yeah, we just watched
1: Brooklyn last night.
2: Okay, I have not seen that. Yeah, it's good. Okay, ex Mach and I saw and I loved a lot. Uh, third act. Oh, that's felt, right.
1: he's in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely watch Brooklyn. As my wife just told Skelly. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> I'm a
2: horrible lip reader, so she just came in and I just <laughs> stared at her like I... a <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yes. I will watch that, Christy. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um and I haven't seen that Yeah. X McKinney. Is, it, is yeah, it? Definitely worth watching. Yeah. Uh, I was a little bit disappointed by the ending, but I mean, up till that point, man, I was really liking it. Um, and it looks cool, and plus, so you got him. Uh, the actress in it is really good. It was like maybe her debut, maybe a, I think so. Yeah. I forget what her name is, and then but then you got uh, Oscar Isaac too. So I mean, it's it's a Star Wars reunion, nice. Uh, so yeah, so couple things before we put a bow on about okay. time.
0: Um, yeah. I
1: thought that it is rare that you find a movie where every plot point and every joke hits perfectly right yeah and so kudos to that part (laughs) of the script because it's like everything worked every joke he went for completely Mm -hmm. worked so um that was tough That's tough to do um i don't know why i said a couple things because that was all i had but yeah (laughs) every plot point and every joke just they, they nailed they nailed it oh yeah second thing i loved it that to me, the main love story in the movie was between the guy and his dad, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is not like that was kind of a swerve that I wasn't expecting going into the movie. Um, especially like you said with the right. with the poster art, um, yeah. And and it was fun to see Bill Nighy play that character because all you usually see him is playing the dark, sinister, you know, Victor from Underworld type yeah. characters. Um, and it was fun to see mm-hmm. like that guy's got some chops. And yeah. He, he nailed it. So
2: yeah, completely lovable. Yeah, and uh, without being over the top, <clears throat> and yeah, and both of those love stories get fully served. Like yeah. that's why mm-hmm. I can like su- suggest it to Ron and not really be even thinking right. about, it, even mm-hmm. though th- that dad son relationship is the main you know story right. of the film. So yeah,
0: and uh, let me just say, Bill Nighy, um, not the science guy. <laughs> But um, mm-hmm. he, uh, he's, he's been, I mean, you, you know, if there's a major British production, you know, big film that's coming out, he's probably going to be in it. Um, I mean, he was in, I think he was in one of the Potters, and he had, I mean, he wasn't in there long, but he just makes, a, makes just an impact when he is in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, um, and he was in uh, Love Actually, and he played kind of a washed-up rocker. That had a big hit song back in the seventies. The name of the song is um, "Love Is All Around You," and he's they're they're paying him money to re record it as "Christmas Is All Around You." And so he's totally selling out, and he knows he is. And if you if if you haven't seen Love, actually, at least watch the beginning because it's just him in the studio, and they're recutting it, <laughs> and he just knows how much big of a he's he talk, he calls he calls the song a festering turd on a radio show. And he's laughing about it. And he's just, that character's a great one, too. There's not enough of him in Love, actually. But in this one, he is such a major... And when you, when you get towards the end of this, and he reveals something to his son, and then you can think back to the beginning of the movie, mm. uh, all the scenes with him in it, and it's right. all like, oh, yeah. Right. And it's, you know, it's a great life lesson. Um, but he's, he's one of my favorites. British actors uh, of all time. He just um, he was in a Pirates too, and he He was he played the uh, was it the second one or something? Played the villain, but he yeah he's he's got a villain's face, but man, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got a villain's face, but he is just such a wonder and a treat to watch in in a movie like this. So yeah,
1: so good, good, good appointment watching, and I think we all give it the thumbs up. Although I'm not willing to go with perfect script it's as Mm -hmm. near perfect i think as you can possibly get two of us said perfect he'll change his mind when we come back from the break all right yeah we're gonna take a break and uh we're we're gonna come back with uh a little game scott's cooked up Mm. can todd sheen recognize this obscure song (laughs) so look forward to that everybody
0: that is stay the night
2: bang there it is everybody now Todd's got a sweet spot that I try to look for I feel like almost anything within like a 10 to 15 year time span he's gonna know what it is so that's mainly the stuff I'm looking for um I know the 70s and 80s really well and the
0: first part of the 90s pretty well
2: um
0: I'm coming for you, so, tonight, Thorpe. So he's one for one. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put it to the test. But uh, we're out of the gate strong. Yeah, yeah, right out. Like I mean, Nyquist. Yeah, not like not like there was one before this one that I didn't get, and we That's went straight right. into this one. We just <laughs> bam. That's right. All right, welcome back, everybody, um,
1: to our uh, BA edition of Talk Hard. Uh, remember to subscribe, like, and share. Uh, On iTunes, if you like what you're hearing, and uh, we're going to jump right into Stitcher, right? And Stitcher now for all you uh, Androiders that were complaining that you couldn't listen to us. Now, no
2: excuses. Yeah, and uh, you you apparently complained according to what Alan said. And uh, right now, Stitcher says one person listened for four minutes. Mm, Come on now. (laughs) Okay. Come on, guys.
0: Yeah. We give you non-apple goodness.
2: Yeah, the iTunes people are holding their weight. Yeah, uh, you got to pick it up. It's
0: time to represent
2: stitchers. <laughs> All
1: right, um, so we are going to, from time to time, we'll go, we're gonna uh, come up with a category, give our give our favorites. We're gonna do it Mount Rushmore style, where we pick our top four in no certain order. Um, and we'll go kind of whip around. We'll each name one and, and talk about it a little bit. Break them down. And then at the end, we'll disclose which of those four are our individual favorites. So... Um, I you want me to start, you guys? with my, Do it, man. Four? All right. Well, these are in no certain order. But um, the reason... Let, let's talk about the reason this came up. This, okay. this yeah. subject yeah, came yeah. up. Is that last week... Um, and, I, and you wanted a chance to kind of clarify this anyway, so we'll do that now. Last week, we talked about Magnificent Seven a little bit and the trailer, and I said that I was kind of in on it um, for a couple different reasons, but one of them because Denzel Washington playing a, a bad A always kind of gets me, and I'll, I'm willing to give it a shot. Um, it hasn't hasn't let me down yet. So that sort of... Uh, Incepted the idea of doing this Mount Rushmore off the bat, but um, Scott thought the movie was going to be a stinker yeah, and explained why. But then <laughs> went back and listened and didn't think he clear uh, sort of uh, quantified it. Yeah, very yeah I well, listened. To, so. I listened to
2: the episode and I'm listening to it and I'm not aggr- agreeing with anything I'm saying. <laughs> mm, so it's a bad thing. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, yeah, and and I told Alan, it's like it scares me like. When I'm wandering around through uh, the world from day to day, am I just telling people things all the time that I that I don't really think? And like, it just, man, I hope so. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I said it's going to stink. I don't believe that. I don't think it's going to stink. Um, I think it's going to be fine. I'll say that. I think it's going to be okay. okay. My problem with it was, what I actually wanted to say was, like, I feel like it's going to be, I want a magnificent seven movie to be great because like alan western is probably my favorite genre and has the ability to give me the most joy of a a genre like if 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 somebody really nails one uh which has probably only been done twice since like the western's heyday um uh once in the 90s and once maybe twice in the 90s anyway we'll, we'll probably get to those and um so yeah, I'm thinking this one's gonna be a disappointment. That's what I would call it. Mm. Like uh, for the reasons I said, I think uh, the cast isn't what it needs to be. Um, I'm not as hot on his movies. What's the director's name? Uh, Fuquay. Yeah, not hot as hot on his movies as you are. Like well, I watch those, and I think they're fine. They're good, uh-huh. but you know they just don't set me on fire. So that guy doing it and a cast that I'm not you know super thrilled about i think it's gonna be okay but it's not gonna be great and therefore it's gonna be a big disappointment to me and i probably won't see it in the theater so yeah wow That's my official okay. trailer based on the trailer prediction all right and we can start taking we can start taking the tally right now about uh like how how, how many of those i get right all right well you've already
0: i think you've already got ghostbusters nailed <laughs> <laughs> we've still got what a month two months out
1: and you, but you're with me though right you think it's gonna be good and you're gonna see it yeah
0: I have, I have a lot of hope for it yeah. just because I think I don't know there's it seems like there's been a sea change over the past 10 15 years where you see you know these kind of movies come out and even though they might not be all that they could be they're never it's never like you know the the 80s kind of remakes and I, I love the 80s for a totally different reason and the 90s but just seems like there were a lot more misses back then you've got Mm. a lot more um, there's a lot more attention paid to the script these days Um, the director they get they normally get the get the director choice pretty pretty much right you don't have a you know you don't have it miscast or miss you know got a different director on there that's gonna throw it off so for that reason and what Antoine has done in the past you You like his movies as well Dude. I liked. Um, I'm trying to think what. Uh, I mean. In Trading Day was you know wasn't really. It was kind of more of a character study. Yeah. It. So. Yeah. I mean he's he's shown a little bit of range there. I'm 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 hopeful that because uh, you know this is a name. You know Magnificent Seven's big even mm. though it was, you know you pulled it from Seven Samurai and, um, uh, but I mean you know when the original came out with uh, Richard Burton and all those guys I mean, you know it's its own thing even though it's. Yeah. Makes, so yeah
1: alright with that being said let's get to our Mount Rushmore uh, the first face going up on my Mount Rushmore is the the boyish good looks of Matt Damon as Jason Bourne
2: wow yeah okay I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting that one
1: yeah I man I'm I'm all I, the second one was like ugh, I loved the first uh, Bourne movie yeah um,
0: that was a good one
1: and I can't wait for the next one because he actually like Looks the part uh, more, I think. In this next one, he's kind of beefed up a little bit, and, and um, but yeah, that first that first born movie was um, for the, like now everybody's done the um, you unlock their secret abilities <laughs> yeah. to to kick everybody's butt. But to me, that <clears throat> one was sort of the pioneer and was done better than any of the ones have been since then. So for that reason, and I struggled with narrowing it down between my fourth and fifth one, which we'll get into later. But uh, yeah, Jason Bourne. Mount Mount Rushmore first face.
0: How many movies are we going to take before we get one called Born Again? Oh, That's what I want Got to be coming. Yeah,
2: can't be too far off, right?
0: So why don't we go? You want to go uh, counter? All
2: right. Okay. Uh, Through the wrench there. There's so. a there's room on Rushmore for me. Um, because I've only got two that are set in stone. If you, if hey. you <laughs> Ooh. that was not planned ahead of time, by the way. Um, that's I stumbled into that one. Um, I'm the same way, by the way. I've got a couple that I'm locked down on, and yeah, those might be the or, same, too. Yeah, uh, I've only got two, and they're incidentally they're from the and so I like I struggle to come up with who deserves like which character because when you nail it like that's my favorite type of movie Mm -hmm. and and my favorite type of character and yet I could only come up with two that I thought were like definitely deserving and oddly enough they're in the same movie which is crazy it's like all over the history of cinema like Mm -hmm. I can come up with two that are like dead set and they're in the same movie so uh, I'll go and right off the bat I'll say Doc Holliday in Tombstone is like he's he's on there and, and he's top of the heap for me
0: wow I, 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 I thought it was going to come from Tombstone, so,
2: and I was pretty sure it
0: was Doc. So, Well, uh, and I, I would say I don't think all four of mine are set, definitely. I'm not sure if it's one, two, or one that are <laughs> definitely set. But I've got, you know, um, one of my one of my, uh, one of my favorites and always will be is uh, Josie Wells. Mm. um he just, I just I remember seeing that movie I guess I was probably 10 years old and uh I just you know yeah you know, he just he did't he he wasn't the most demonstrative person but just the I guess just some of the things he does and says is you know spitting on the dog's head you know, that one. yeah
2: that's one of the things that I struggled with <clears throat> and since you brought up Eastwood maybe this is the time to throw it in. I've got like uh, a I've got a list of supplemental people that could go on, mm-hmm. you know, for those other two spots. And Eastwood is a guy that feels like he needs to be up there. Yeah. But it was like, well, who? Which one is it? Yeah. And like Josie is one of the only ones that I didn't I didn't put down just because I'm not as huge of a fan of Josie Wells as I am of some of the others. Mm-hmm. So I've got William Money.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I've got Harry Callahan. Which yeah. I'm leaning towards that one being the one for me, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of the amount of... For, for me, like, and maybe this needs to be said too, for me, uh, a bad A, um, part of the qualification is good dialogue. So that for me, that's my not only action and doing cool things and kicking people's butts and stuff, mm-hmm. but also like my one of my main criteria, 1A and 1B, is good one-liners good dialogue so that's why doc takes the top spot
0: mm-hmm.
2: um and so harry callahan and then the uh preacher from uh um, pale rider pale rider and also the stranger from i would say out of those three movies fistful of dollars i think mm-hmm. uh because of the um Making those guys apologize to his mule. That's, that's about as bad <laughs> that's, as, that's as kind of awesome. that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, So and Making them like it. Yeah. yeah. So that, those are in the contention for my uh, other spots. And, you know, and
0: honestly, it could have been for me a number of mm-hmm. Eastwoods because uh, Philo Beto from Every yeah, Which Way But Loose right, is yeah. a total. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's the, that's the opening scene. Yeah. He, he runs a guy through a jukebox yeah. and starts up the, the Eddie Rabbit song. So, so, I mean, so
2: me and you would agree that like Eastwood has to be up there. He's got to be up there. Yeah, he's got to be up there. And we could argue about which, which role, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, Dirty Callahan's and I mean, Dirty Callahan. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> that <guy. a> Sanchez. <laughs> All right. Um, Hair, Dirty Harry Callahan. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that would be the obvious choice, too, because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's just... He's got one-liners in all of the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he even did the parody song, Make My Day. You know, still, still bad
2: A. So,
0: uh, but, yeah, yeah he's, he's got to be up there. All right, so we got
1: three so far. Got three, and I since you went ahead and mentioned it, I'll go ahead and double up on Doc Holliday okay. as one of mine. Yeah. Um, I, that, And I'll go as far as to say this is going to give away. I think you kind of gave away. He's your favorite. Um, It'll also give away that he's going to be my favorite top, top guy, too. But I'll go as far as to say he's not just my favorite B.A. He's my favorite character in a movie, period. The ah, way Val Kilmer yeah. played Doc Holliday yeah. is my favorite mm-hmm.
2: performance in a movie, period. So he's definitely yeah. on my Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Um. Does that mean it's my turn again? Yes. All right, so let's double up on that. And so the only two that I have is, uh, so it's Doc and Wyatt from Tombstone. And I think both of them, like, do you think that's Val's, well, you must, because it's your favorite character in any movie. You think Mm -hmm. that's Val's best role? I do, but with the caveat, I've never seen The Doors, which people rave about. Yeah. So. I like The Doors, and he is good in that, but I mean. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd like it better than Doc either way. Listen, I know you so. would. <laughs> I'm sitting here.
0: I know. I know it didn't make it in, onto the Golden Disc, but real genius. Yeah, <laughs> real genius. He's because he's pl- be- because he's not playing this larger than life character. Mm-hmm. He's just playing right. Chris Knight, some smart kid that graduated high school four years early. That's a perfect example yeah. of his. Of very, his talent. Yeah,
1: he's very good in that. And sense I would, of humor. There's one other movie I think that you're, you might be getting ready to say that
2: I could put up <clears> against <throat> it, possibly. But yeah, Gay Perry. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. That, that's one and two for me. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So let's. So uh, Kurt Russell. I'm probably gonna. I love Kurt. Yeah. I mean, man, I'm such a homer for Kurt. And I'm gonna say this is probably his favorite role of mine, also. Mm-hmm. In this. So. Um. And. Can't give enough credit to Kevin. I'm going to say his name is Kevin. Kevin Ure. Kevin. It's J-A-R-R-E. And his dad was, his stepdad or something was French. And and so the name is French. So I'm, there's no way it's Jari or Jerry. So it's got to be like Ure, right? Probably. probably
0: would be, unless um, it's just Jar. But he was,
2: <laughs> he was uh, an actor and screenwriter and, uh, I think he won he was at least nominated for glory so that's probably his second like well (laughs) in my mind his second best script just because tombstone is it Um, the mummy he wrote but I can't give the dude enough credit because every line that's supposed to be a badass line in that movie is perfect yeah I mean it is amazing like and and it's it's well split between Kurt and val and a lot of a lot of credit to Kurt, who who once he kind of took over director duties on that and that's a whole backstory look it up um it, and we talk about it on one of the best of earth podcasts if you're that interested it's amazing backstory on that film and how it got produced and made um but he you know he, he could have like sniped some lines from val but most of the time he was given val like making sure val had the better lines um and and, and maybe even gave him a couple of, the, the, of Wyatt's lines and said, you know, I think you should do these. So, love both of those characters. And and uh, so as far as Wyatt Earp goes, uh, the scene in um, with Billy Bob Thornton and that whole oh, yeah. sequence <laughs> is amazing. Johnny Tyler. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Tyler. Yeah. And uh, it, it's as good of a badass scene as in any movie ever. I uh, never don't smile when I watch that scene. Yeah.
1: When he's gonna blow the guy up the Wildcats' ass, <laughs> yeah. And then he gets then he gets smacked with the. Uh-huh. Tells him to peel the smoke wagon. Yeah, it's all good stuff, man. Yeah. Let's, let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. who's your second? Uh, who's your second face on your mountain?
0: And not I, again. Let me preface by it. not in any order, but and and not to sound like I'm riffing, but uh, Kurt Russell, Snake Plissken, oh, escaped from New York. Wow because that was I mean that was that was the whole premise of that of that movie was okay, I've got Kurt Russell and he's he's a bad a mm-hmm.
2: that's one that I want to see I still haven't seen I haven't it. seen it either I was yeah. gonna
0: he just and he's and he's and the thing is he's i mean he kind of plays it almost like the you know the stranger and the man with no name truly he doesn't speak a lot, but he does speak and he just you know and he's got you know he's got that kind of there's a bit of an Eastwood vibe there he's got an eye patch he wears all black he's just you know but he's he you know he is Snake he call me Snake
2: yeah um, and I think it's universally agreed upon for people that have seen the movies that Escape from L.A. is not nearly the movie that
0: it's a little bit kind of further offered. down from that yeah.
2: as far as <laughs> okay. I,
0: and I, I I'm also let me just say this any John Carpenter's worst movie is still better than 75% of the movies that are out there 80% uh, because his stuff is really enjoyable. He knows how to write and direct and he knows how to let the actors just do their thing. And um, I hope you're listening, John, because we're going to try to get you an interview or something. On here, so. But uh, yeah, I would, um, I mean, and he and Kurt are like really tight. Mm-hmm. They've worked, uh, I think they've done like four or five films together And so they there's that relationship going on there, and I mean he just you know, it was uh, it was it was like a western. John Carpenter wanted to make westerns. He grew up westerns were his favorite thing, and uh, and he Mm -hmm. ends up making horror films for the rest of his career for the most part. So,
1: and you've and I thank him. I thank him (laughs) indubitably. If you couldn't tell, Todd is a huge mark for John Carpenter. We all have our soft spots for people, and Todd's is definitely JC. That's right. Um, we're halfway through our mountains, uh, so I'm gonna take this time to, uh, a little throwback to last week, and he didn't make my list, but shout out to Dolph Lundgren.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: when you're going bad A. Eh? Yeah, totally. Let's just, let's just bring Dolph back up. <laughs> Honorable mention, Honorable Mr. mention, Lundgren. shout out to Dolph Lundgren. All right, um, my third... Face going on the, the mountain of Bad A is uh, going to be a female this time. I'm going uh, with uh, The Bride and Kill Bill, hmm. Hmm. one and two. Okay, Some of those okay. fight scenes were are still some of the best I've ever seen. I would put the fight scenes that Uma was able to pull off in that movie um, up with anybody. You get the writing of Tarantino and some of the best samurai stuff that we've probably seen in the last 20 years. And and she pulled it off. So um, I loved the first one. The second one was okay. But, uh,
2: yeah, going at, with the bride. Look at, look at you being all diverse and stuff. <laughs> That's what I do, man. You know me. I'm all about PC. <laughs> You're bringing in the ladies in. I'm straight sexist on this thing. <laughs> I need to give uh, Kill Bill another shot. I When I saw them, I've only seen them once, and, and the first time I saw them, uh, it didn't. They didn't sit well with me. I didn't love them. I think just because, like, I was so huge on Pulp Fiction, and then Jackie Brown was maybe a little bit of a letdown for me. Like, it just wasn't at the level of Pulp Fiction. And then Kill Bill comes out, and it was like, I don't know. At the time, mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't what I was looking for, or, or what I wasn't, you know, wasn't into it. Maybe it was just more. More violence than you know. I don't it know. It is violent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that was it. But I need to give it a second shot now. All these years, because they they could completely hit me differently. Uh, okay. So it's my turn again. So like I said, I'm 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 out a little bit, but I've got I've got possibilities, and um, I'm gonna will, I'm gonna cross William Money off the list from Unforgiven. He's an amazing character, but I don't think he says enough, and he and he doesn't really—he's not a badass at all until the very end. <laughs> and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. He makes up for it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, Leon from The Professional. I wrote down. Hmm. I've never seen that either. Oh my! Greatly.
0: Yeah, I've never seen gosh. it. Really? Yeah.
2: You have to watch The Professional. Yeah. Okay. And make it the American version. Some people might argue with me on that but the international, uh, the international version is just to me it's just it's just the only thing you get an increase of is creepiness i think so yeah the yeah the, I'm the, fine with the american theatrical version yeah. um yeah absolutely watch that so uh, but so uh, i'm i'm he's really close to getting that spot uh but he doesn't say a lot Man, it's it's a, as far as the action goes, man, he is a bad egg. yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I'll say no. I'll give it to I'm going to go Hellboy. Oh.
1: Ron
0: Perlman. Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like it. You know, I I didn't even consider <clears throat> any comic movies when I was doing this. So, and I, maybe I should have.
2: I had to consciously go through kind of run it through my mind about is there anybody in there? Um, kind of like westerns, and I was like, "Well, what about comics? Is there anybody in there?" I couldn't, and then Hellboy jumped out at me immediately, and I'm like, "Yeah," I was like, "That's the character," and then Ron Perlman doing it, like that's pretty much what I'm looking for. Especially in the second one, yeah, especially the Golden
1: Army, he he nails it. <clears throat>
2: I think the 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 uh, the first Hellboy has one scene I think where he's he shows up, or maybe that is the second one where he shows up at the. Museum, and it's just it's a great it's a it's a quintessential bad a scene. So yeah, Ron Perlman, Hellboy, Hellboy two especially. I like yeah.
1: that. Now, does he when you when you put him on the mountain, does he have his big red fist <laughs> yeah. up there in front of his face a little bit? Or? That's
2: the thing, right? Yeah. You you almost want the the hand of doom or whatever they yeah. call it to, to be up there. Yeah. Like I guess if we got the money for it, I don't... let's do it. Oh, we've got the money. <laughs> got a room full of cash. That's
0: right. <laughs> um i'm gonna and let's go back 30 something years shall we and, let's do it and just let's not let's not think of what this person's done in the last 10 <laughs> to 15 years okay let's go back to a more simpler time all right um uh, 1982 i think uh but and it may be after that but um mel gibson in the road warrior mm-hmm. um mad max when he got real mad uh but not mad at his wife or Somebody in traffic for, yeah, whatever. Um, and that movie is just um, uh, Road Warrior is just. I mean, it's uh, the the latest uh, Mad Max movie is very. I, I feel like those are like um, so close to each other because they're they're feels like if that's a remake, it's a remake of Road Warrior. Fury Road is, and he just. I mean, he doesn't have a lot to say. But um, And he's a scarred man, and he's out for vengeance from uh, what happened to his family. Mm -hmm. And he just shows no mercy on
2: the freaks out there. On that note, I think you could make a – it just comes to mind when you bring it up. I think you could make an argument for um, William Wallace.
0: Yeah. He was on my honorable mention list. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely you could put him in there. That's just Mad Max with a kilt. Yeah. <laughs> he killed them all. Uh but yeah, that's so uh, that's my number 3. Right.
1: Um my last one on the list and this is the other one that I'm 100% on. The other two I'm um, I could flip-flop. This one I'm 100% on is uh John McClane from Die Hard.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I think <clears throat> I think uh Bruce has done a pretty good body of work, but I think that's his best bad egg role and the first one especially with the yippee line and getting to go against Hans Gruber. So, uh, yeah. John McLean.
0: McLean.
2: Uh, that's, you're not, I don't think you're going to get a ton of conversation on that. No. Uh, and walking <laughs> on
1: the glass. Like oh, that yeah. That was... Yeah. I mean, that stuff. And then and then uh, sending the dude down in the elevator with the sweater on that says, I have a machine gun,
2: ho, ho, ho. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that stuff has so much good yeah. to it. And there's people our age... It's pretty universal across the board. The love for the original Die Hard mm-hmm. and 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 reverence for that movie and John McClane. Uh, okay, so I'll I'll put my feet to the fire and make myself choose another one, and I will go. Daniel Craig's James Bond.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm gonna say that from uh, from probably from Casino. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, he was just. Yeah. There for a while, you're like, okay, which one's the villain again?
2: Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> kind of thing. That's kind of uh, that's kind of the in that Jason Bourne mold, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, and he, and he's you know, you're still trying to get that James Bond suaveness, so it's a different brand of of BA, mm-hmm. and uh, but you get some lines in there, um, but the the action was cranked up a notch, like you'd never seen it from Bond before, right? So but that's what. Probably the what most I'll say. vulnerable, maybe the most
1: vulnerable of our BAs, because he got his butt kicked a little bit. That's true. In in some of it, it's but, true. Which I mean, McClane did too. Yeah. Some. So. But yeah, I love uh, Daniel Craig's my favorite, my favorite Bond. So. I like it.
2: Um. Yeah, and and uh, did we talk? Did we talk? Uh, James Bond recast uh, since Daniel Craig's. Deciding no. to leave, maybe we can hit that later. He's definitely okay. out. He is. He he turned down two films and one hundred million dollars. Wow. I guess. Uh, okay.
0: Sequel to Dreamhouse. That's right. On the on the books, <laughs> right? Yeah. What's your
2: What's your final face on the mountain?
0: Uh, and this is a tough one, but and I'm going a little old school. Uh, going back to the early seventies. Uh, with the Duke, John Wayne oh, and the nice. Cowboys. Nice. Um, which you know he's kind of if you haven't watched that movie out there you need to it's a really you know it's almost you know you feel like it's kind of that cycle of the western is finally kind of leaving us because uh, you know you still had still had some of the directors of those films still working into their upper years and um, I can't remember who actually did the cowboys but um, and and on top of that, Bruce Dern plays an excellent villain mm-hmm. in the Cowboys. The only man to ever kill John Wayne on film. Exactly, I think we've said exactly. that before. Um, and, and for the Duke to, you know, to to say, "Hey, yeah, I'll 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 die, I'll die here at the end." Mm-hmm. That's kind of unheard of, you know.
2: Spoiler alert! Oops. Yeah. Wait a minute. Come on, guys. 30, 40 years later, we can uh, forty years. We can muffle least. that. Um, this so that I'm cha- I'm changing I'm changing I'm changing Todd Todd screwed it all up. <laughs> no, he no, just he made, made me think and like because I'd been yeah when, when he brings up the Duke it, like I was I was right there for one thing I thought Rooster Cogburn not mm-hmm. not uh, uh, actually um Jeff's the Jeff's yeah. version yep. yes uh, Jeff's version of, of Rooster Cogburn but um. More that probably more than Daniel Craig, I would I would go um, John Wayne from the Searchers uh, for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the character's name, oh, but
1: it was Will Anderson, by the way, in uh, Cowboys. Will, Will Anderson. Okay.
2: okay. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that switch, and I'll go with John Wayne from the Searchers. And you
0: took off Daniel Craig's James Bond. Yes, Mister only can do four Bond movies.
2: so <laughs> yeah, that, But that makes me three yeah. Westerns on the It department. does, yeah. yeah three.
0: Uh, well, that's, hey, that's where the bad A originated. Hey, right? Ethan Edwards
1: is his name in The Searchers. Ethan Edwards. Ethan
2: Edwards, yeah.
0: Ethan! You would,
2: you would <laughs> thought Ethan. have thought he'd been something like
1: Rock Stronghold or something, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs>
0: Jack Armstrong. Wow,
2: and John Wayne up there twice for two different I, and, and films. And we could, we could we could Jimmy that one. We could just you know you just put John put Wayne over there, the and, and you could yeah
1: yeah because those are both probably close to the same time frame too. So it's not even like Big Daddy old. Actually, they're not; they're sixteen years apart. Never mind. But um, <laughs> the yeah, the Searchers is fifty six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cowboys was seventy two, and that was so. John
0: Ford. I'm sure. Yeah, it was. And yeah.
1: Dude could direct. Yo, man, like no other. Yeah, now, y'all maybe want to go watch some Wayne.
2: <laughs> That's what this show's for, right? That's right. That's We're right. opening eyes here, folks.
1: All right, so our... Uh, still time to change it, but right now we've got uh, Jason Bourne, Doc Holliday, Josie Wells, Wyatt Earp, Snake, The Bride, Hellboy, Mad Max, John McLean. And John Wayne twice for two different movies, and we, so
2: we've only John Wayne kind of, but we've only got one character crossover for, and that's Doc, right? Right, Kurt. The only one that
0: oh, well, you had two, two of, of us Kurt picked
1: Kurt. was Doc. Everybody else had different ones. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of amazing.
2: Should we try to consolidate? We, do we need to make one definitive list one or definitive, one definitive we Rushmore? Can, we can try it. So Doc's definitely Doc's out. on there. So that's two out of three of us.
1: Yeah. Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I was getting ready to say pitch my tent, and maybe I would. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, whoa, for John McClain.
0: Whoa, the tent.
1: Pitched. Um, I, I, if if I have one to throw on there that I would like over my list, the one that I would want on there the most would be okay. would be McClain.
2: All right, Todd, if you could, one that you want the most. Oh
0: gosh. I mean, to me, um. I mean, Clint's got to be up there, in my opinion. That's true. Yeah, I just think he's got to be up there, and but but and I love and I love Kurt, but Kurt, you know, Kurt's a team player. Mm-hmm. Kurt would say, "No, you know, go on up there, Clint. <laughs> I, I, I'm fine. I'm fine down
2: here." So you're going, Clint?
0: I guess I'll go, Clint.
2: From, from
0: uh, I'm going to stick with, uh, yeah, Joseph. Josie Wales, just because some of some of the dialogue.
2: All right, and. So if I if I get one, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We'll get Kurt up there anyway with the, uh, with white. All right. So I'm it's I'm lot, pretty good with that list. That's a lot of that's a lot of cowboy hats. A lot of cowboy there. hats. <laughs> and then John McClane. John
1: McClane called himself Roy Rogers. The whole movie. Yeah, sure. The, on the mic. Yep. So all right. There it is. There's your uh, there's your Mount Rushmore of Doc Doc Holliday, John McClane, uh, Clint Eastwood uh, as Joseph Wells,
2: and Wyatt Earp. Um, Anybody have any honorable mentions? Any almost made it? Well, I think I screwed that up by saying them all in the during the middle of it. But yeah, Leon from the Professional, Rooster Cogburn, William Money, the Stranger, the Preacher, and now Daniel Craig. Can I tell you one? I'm surprised that neither one of you all said that I
1: was. Certain that you would say, and you didn't. That, and he's the reason I didn't put him on the list was okay. to have some diversity. Was uh, Ash from oh, Army of Darkness? Yeah,
2: yeah. I figured from one proactive. of you two, if not both, from Army of Darkness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, I would definitely
0: put him in over. Uh, he's the only reason, reason I didn't. X. He probably
2: would have been in there. He's. I'm definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, somebody has to go off for me. <laughs>
0: hey, take
2: Mel. He, wow. If Mel could just shut his mouth. For, Look at this retroactive action. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he'll, but, I'll, I'll give I'll give him Mel's spot because everything that I've, I've listed as my criteria for this, like he is the epitome of it with a you know more humor than most, but uh, you know in a little bit lower budget than most, mm-hmm. but still I mean, and
0: yeah. he's and he, he's a, he's the he's a bad he's a bad A slash coward. He's he's yeah. his, I mean he's a coward <laughs> first and foremost. But in that movie, but in the movie
2: in the Army of Darkness, in Army of Darkness, he yeah, hit his.
0: The second part of Evil Dead too. He and you know he, but if you if you watch Ash versus Evil Dead, you'll see the the cowardly part of him come back. But
2: when he does flip the switch, so who have I got?
0: Uh, you had Doc
1: Wyatt, uh, Hellboy, and John Wayne from the Searchers. Ethan
2: Edwards. Um, gee, many cricket. Let's take off. I'm thinking either Wyatt or Hellboy, and uh, Ash goes on.
0: Yeah,
2: and let's put let's even let's take uh, let's take Kurt off my spot. And oh, put, he's yeah. going on the. Ash is going. Look in, at this. Ash is bump. <laughs> Kurt Russell out of it. The, the Phoenix rising from the <laughs> right. from the ashes. That's, That's part right. Pardon the pun. You you were absolutely right. I, it didn't cross my mind, but I mean, you nailed it. He's. I yeah. mean, as far as what in my mind. Qualifies a movie BA. He is, mm-hmm. you know, that in my mind, that's what it is. So there you go. They called him uh, Bruce Bow in Evil
0: Dead Two because he had he had actually beefed up for it. I mean, he and he was cut. Yeah, in Evil Dead Two. Another one that if we had done a top five, the, my fifth one would have
1: been uh, Maximus from Gladiator. Mm. Yeah, because that was yeah. some pretty good stuff too. That whole scene with um, him turning his back on Joaquin and those lines just, like, I get chills every time he delivers the lines about uh, being a husband to a murdered wife and a father to a murdered son and all that. So, that almost made it. Not quite. Mm. Jason Bourne kept him off. (laughs) You could (laughs) Yeah, it happens. Yeah, I don't think that that, uh, sentiment is uh, mutual, but... uh,
0: uh, that's my I, I, Rushmore. I will tell so. you another one. Another one that could have snuck in there, and I'm 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 going I'm going to the female race. It's not the race, right? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Snip <laughs> um, is uh, Sigourney Weaver from Alien. Yeah, that's and definitely Aliens. too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ripley is not to yeah. be messed with. She's yeah. not
0: when she, when 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 it's got something to do with her daughter or her foster daughter. Yeah, as in aliens. She's... Ripley's an icon. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even Big though time. I think I just call her Ridley. <laughs> Ripley Ridley Scott. Ridley.
1: Yeah, Ripley Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so.
2: A yeah. uh, couple more if we got time. Uh, Neo from the Matrix. I wrote that one. The down. first one. Yeah, that was in my notes that I left at home. Yeah. And, and Trinity also. I wrote both of them. Yeah.
0: Down. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: and then um, even though we didn't mention like the whole the whole uh, the dude that kind of got this ball rolling was Denzel and we didn't bring up him in, at all in any of them but um, I probably would have if I had to pick a Denzel bad A to put on there it probably would have been the guy the uh, character I don't know his name I can look it up from man on fire
2: yeah yeah.
0: he was pretty he, he, he was a pretty B.A. character in uh, Glory too though I mean he was getting whipped but <laughs> he got whipped and then spat and then still went on and fought yeah you can
2: be a B.A. while taking a whipping yeah. that's right uh, let's take a break all right let's uh, let's do that and then we'll be
1: back to wrap things up with another uh, Kinta Sheen name this song
2: <laughs> We'll let you stew on it how about that yeah
0: did uh, did one of the Duran Duran boys yeah. sing back? Uh, I have back Come on, Scott.
2: <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> I gotta know. <laughs> How are you expect him to get these? I think Simon Le Bon. Uh,
0: he didn't. He
2: should have. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's Glass Tiger. Glass Tiger. Son of a gun. Crud, Ola. It's too early on a holiday. So- Know, coming up I know Glass
0: Tiger, though. I'm a, I am know of Glass Tiger. Yeah. I remember the song.
2: But that that day that we were in, I think we were in Pete's Inn in Frankfurt and they were playing 80s music. You were a savant. I, I know. Was, it was.
0: You were in tune. I was, <laughs> I was focused. I was
2: bullseyeing everything. Yeah, it was you were. Like, it, it was like, yeah. if you had been on uh, Name That Tune and you would have been like, I, I got that in one note. Yep. Yeah. And you
1: would have been all <laughs> over it that day. <laughs> uh, it would have been one of those... Uh, Day you would have had the, the biggest service merchandise gift certificate <laughs> I would have. ever handed out <laughs> in game show history that day. Yeah.
2: The wheel used to love service oh, merchandise yeah. too. To yeah, the they did. <laughs> hey,
0: I, anytime you can go buy something and it comes down to your man, conveyor,
2: no joke. Like that was seriously, was like awesome. yeah. I loved it. Like yeah. I, man, I was excited. Because you, you look back and you're like, wait a minute, that looks like a VCR. Come yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> go, you go pick it out on the shelf, but then you got to take the little yeah. thing up there, and yeah. yeah, they send it out on a conveyor belt for for kids. That was like, yeah, I think that was great marketing because oh, yeah. I know it was a big deal to me to get a present from service merchandise. <laughs>
0: hey. Just take this card right up to the front. They'll help you out. <laughs> okay. Glass tiger.
2: Glass
1: tiger. The thorn Man. in your side. I'm going to have to. The, the Achilles. I'm have to reevaluate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a lot of soul searching you got to do. Glass tiger. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. I don't think we have time for a full, full disclosure, but um, I did binge some movies this weekend, and I've, Stumbled on a movie, didn't stumble on it, it's huge, but um, I think it's a like to me, this script blew me away. Have you guys seen The Big Short? Yes, that have you seen it? I have no. Okay, that's appointment watching, and we'll talk about it next time. But it that script was so in so good, it intimidated me to not write more scripts <laughs> <laughs> to take. That subject matter and make it interesting and make all those characters compelling and put it in a way that you could understand it and enjoy it when it should, could have made a good eight-minute documentary and make a entertaining hour and a half movie about the the bank the financial crisis and the banks collapse the the market and all that. I I was that's as impressed with a like an actual script like Adam McKay has risen. Risen the ranks to me for for what he did with that movie. So anyway, we can if you want to watch that one before next podcast, we can talk about it a little bit. I might actually watch it again. So anyway, um, one last uh, one last little segment here that uh, that we want to do from time to time. Uh, Todd wants to tell you something that you should already know.
0: Okay. Yeah. And this this probably didn't fit in with anything else, but it's just it's just it's it's pretty much. Does anything really fit in with? anything well, We got to give
1: back to the listeners That's right. for hitting those subscribe, like, and share buttons. We got to give something back to them. Yeah. And this is what you're doing, and, public servant. And
0: after this first one, uh, when we tabulate all the the end results, and you tell us that no, we don't need to know this, then we'll we'll rethink we'll it. Second guess or something. But yeah, things you should things you should already know. Um, why do I feel like I'm getting ready to go over a waterfall with this one? Anyway, um, so I, I just blinked. Thank goodness it's only <laughs> radio. <laughs> um, okay, this is I, maybe let me let me approach this a different way. Um, so we want to we want to give out our, our wisdom. We're we've been on the earth for a little bit, and there's things that happen. Uh, and when you're a certain age, you maybe not, maybe not, you don't see that. It's right in front of your face and you just don't see it. You don't reach out and grab it and pluck it. And so th- this is what this you're gonna is You're going to help about. us do that. I'm going to try to help you pluck it. Um, and, you know, the first thing, all right, if, you, if you're if you driving through a, a you know, a, a bank, a bank branch, you're in the drive-thru, this is, this pretty much is relegated to the drive-thru. But, um, if you pull up and you got some checks to cash, or you got to withdraw some cash from that checking account, there's always a pin in there, right? Exactly. Pretty much always. Almost always. And sometimes they put multiples in there. Yeah. Don't feel bad to take that pin.
1: You're telling us we're not stealing.
0: Yeah, doing stuff. So. They they lay they leave it in there. Now, do they leave it in there for you to use and then return? I don't think so. Because if they did. They wouldn't have a gamillion in the back room in a box. Okay. In, you know, and, look, you know, it's got their, it's branded. Right. right there. You see their name. It's advertising. So you're helping them out. Take the pen. By taking their pen. Take the pen, but also help yourself out. Keep that pen in the car because you know it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to get lost. Somebody's going to eat it. Somebody's going to take it. You're not going
2: to see it each time you go through the drive-thru. That pen. Take that pin now. See, let's go with Seinfeld on this for a minute. I'll be, <clears throat> I'll be your George, or maybe I'll be Jerry, and say you can't take the pen that's a, out of the canister. That's a heck of a Jerry. <laughs> that's pretty good Jerry there. <laughs> I guess I'm George. Um, so you can't. Uh, I'm gonna say you can't take the pen out of the canister if you're inside and they've got a um, a cup full of pens Take all the pins you want. Like so if you, if you go inside and he's committed to the jury. <laughs> Completely so, committed. Yeah, so if you go inside they got a cup full of pins, have right. it at the pins. But to me, if you're outside and it's there's one in the canister and you take the pin after you drive off, then the next person that drives up has empty canister and what if they've got no pin in the car? Well, let's be honest.
0: <laughs> the the role of the the bank teller Tell it, assistant right. slash Uh, receptionist slash uh, is not only to take those those forms
2: those checks but also to replenish but any it depends on when you're taking the, the pen though because if you take it right before you drive off then she doesn't know it's empty and it's not like That's she's true. gonna suck. She can't suck the thing back in there on her own.
0: Always take it as soon as as soon as that big okay. mouth opens. All right. You there grab that pit. the strategy. And and the main the main reason why I do that is because I'm always asking for yeah. you know mm-hmm. a, a, okay. a, a a deposit slip or whatever. I so I on. always always all right grab that. Pill. So there it is. Take the I beat, bring everybody. it in and then I and then there's part of me that says, is this gonna? Am I gonna put this back in there with the slip?
2: Life hacks oh, with Todd. That's right. But take it early. Take the pen, but take it early. Exactly. Yeah. Take the pen before you send your thing in. Right. Yeah. And if you feel bad about the
0: way it looks, just kind of, you know, you do your thing. You know, you're coming over here to your console to write down so you'll have something to push the, the pen against. Right. So you'll have, you'll make purchase there. And so while you're doing that, just kind of, you know, maybe drop the pen into the console. Like, oh, I'm done with this part. Here's my paperback. There you go. <laughs> there and then, you, go. you know what? I don't think I've ever been through the drive-thru where they said, uh, can you give that back? <laughs> Never. All right. So they know. They know there's a, there's a certain well, it's, service. Yeah,
2: it's, uh, it's, it's branding for them. They yep. want their pins floating around all over the place. They want Absolutely. people
0: stealing those pins they and then just leaving it somewhere. You know? Cattle museum. It's not stealing it's them if it's a gift.
1: Place. It's not. So it's a gift. You're saying it's a gift.
0: Yeah, All right. exactly.
1: You, you guys got anything else? Before we wrap this thing, I don't think we can go out on a much stronger note than take the pen in the bank drive-through. Take the pen. Take the pen.
2: (laughs) Yeah, if if people aren't hitting the subscribe button now to get more life hacks, then right, right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna keep bringing those to you. It doesn't stop there. So, uh, yep.
1: uh, Just remember, subscribe, like, like it on Facebook, share it with your friends. Let's get this thing to Rachel McAdams so we can have us a a a live podcast
2: marriage. (laughs) <laughs> that's yeah. what this is all about really yeah yeah i mean it was like let's do this let's make this happen for scott and let's you know yeah. if we have to create a show to do it then. but it's not going to work if, if the people aren't on board. Right. People, it's up to you
0: we're 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 part of the transmission but but you all are the post transmission right and you're just a differential the axles that's right the yeah ag- I, thank you yeah I, I was trying to think of the thing Yeah, Um, Yeah. but you all.
2: Yeah, and if I actually meet a a woman uh, in short order that I like a lot, then this will have to be scrubbed from the internet completely. Yeah, (laughs) you you can't really scrub it though completely though. Not really, I don't think it's it's already out there. That's okay. All right.
1: So uh, yeah, for um, for baby magic and the black mamba, (laughs) this is the manimal reminding you to walk softly and talk hard.
0: Well, I hope you come to see me in the movie Then I know that you will plainly see biggest fool that's ever hit the big time And all I gotta do is act
2: naturally So, supplementally, um... If there is not a a badass, if there is somebody who is not, most definitely not a a bad A, it's The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about that? Uh,
0: In the the movie. What do you mean?
2: Yeah, I mean... Like the anti-bad A? Like they keep wanting to make him one, and he is not. Yeah. Like I don't think it's ever going to... Like like, that's just not him. Yeah. Uh, He's not a good one. He's not Conan and... Yeah, yeah, and the, the mummy or great right, scorpion, the, king. the scorpion king. king, yeah, yeah. I'm not feeling it ever. Uh, GI Joe, the Rise, Fast Fantastic. and the Furious, yeah, Fast and and Furious, yeah. I'm not feeling those ever. But whereas like Central Intelligence, and here's here's another uh, trailer prediction for you. I think Central Intelligence is going to be a good movie. I'm predicting good movie on that one because that's his sweet spot and uh, I think that's what The Rock does and there ought to be more of that. The, the, that is the humorous. Bold because when is the last time Kevin Hart and or The Rock put out
1: a good movie and they're in this one together And I guess that's subjective it's all stinking. the answer is yes. never it's yeah never it's been
2: it's been <laughs> something must be working for Kevin Hart though because that dude they can't throw enough movies anymore. yeah
1: and they all stink apparently but yeah I think that's a pretty good call on the look on the anti like he's in his wheelhouse carrot, doing
2: carrot top, comedic carrot yeah, top when stuff. he gets to be goofy yeah, yeah. that's what he excels at
0: carrot top headline two movies right or was it just the one? Uh, either the way. <laughs> either way. Two, two words. Two Box boys. office poison. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, wow, I'm trying to think of somebody to throw in there with the rock, but um, that's a the pretty dang good call. Because that dude is a monster and looks super intimidating with his big Samoan tribal tattoos and can't pull it off. Yeah.
2: No, I true I just, part of
0: it is because he's he's done that comedic thing mm-hmm. and maybe he did that too early and it's just hard to, I don't know maybe yeah. it's just hard for him because he was the only part that I mean well Doom he was he, yeah it was horrible yeah uh, but he <laughs> and he becomes the monster right so you can't you know I don't know can be a bad it. A that I haven't seen Doom either a monster.
1: if it's, you're going to pick one for me to see is it the professional or Doom it's Which professional one? okay <laughs>
2: All right. <laughs> I stumped you already, <laughs> right out of the gate. <laughs> All right, let's try another one. What a should, wonderful maybe segment. segment. Maybe, we should, maybe we should cut that segment. <laughs> that is "Children of the Sun" by Billy Thorpe. All right, let's try. Okay, again. yeah, <laughs> that would have never happened. <laughs> That <laughs> <It> would probably never <sighs> happen.